0: This conference will now be recorded. Hi everybody, welcome to Ann Ortley's Weekly Weather. This is the weekly weather for uh, December 31st to January 7th. Not a lot going on in the sky this week, just a couple of things. Mercury turning direct. The sun is in Capricorn, Mars is out of bounds in Sag, and enters Capricorn, the sign of his exaltation, also out of bounds. But basically, it's a fast-moving week, not a lot of big aspects, kind of gets us off to the new year on a good start. So, Happy New Year! Yay! 2024 starts at midnight tonight, December 31st. It's an eight-year, which is, I always find a heck of a lot easier than those seven years, which is what 2023 was, where you just feel like you're on this never-ending journey. Eight years are all about manifesting. And I did a weekly, I did a year ahead podcast on Friday night, which you're welcome to buy, where I take you through the whole year because it is going to be a tumultuous year of manifestation and creation, but we have a lot of planets at the anoretic or last degrees, um, so those often have us make really big commitments in our lives, symbolize major turning points, symbolize opportunities to move forward, and create the next chapter. So tune in to Uh, That, it's on my website. You can buy it. If you came live, you get a copy of the slides, you get a copy of the MP4, which is all the uh, slides that go with it, with the audio, and you get a copy of the audio, an MP3. So, off we go with no further ado into the week ahead. Um, Let me get my little mouse ready here and my pointer turned on. As I mentioned, it's probably going to be a quick podcast because there's not a lot going on this week. Here's the week, the days of the week, uh, the days of the month rather, and you can see not a lot between now and the 8th, only three aspects. We have the Venus-Saturn square today. Uh, it is a closing square, um, so it's psychologically integrating things. We have Mercury stationing. Uh, that Those are both happening on the 1st um, of the month. And then Mars goes into Capricorn on the 4th. Not a lot. So it's an interesting week of speed. Uh, When we look at the energy of the New uh, New Year's Eve, this also is an excellent time to make resolutions. If you notice, there is no air in the sky. Nada. The only thing up there that's air is that little south node in Libra. Um, so the energy is very much about the resolution, the vision, the direction. For New Year's, uh, the moon is in Virgo. Now, my astrology teacher, my first astrology teacher, John Marcusella, I, I still remember him. We were doing. New, he says you never do a New Year's resolution on New Year's because what happens if it has bad aspects, or what if it's not a good day? You do a New Year's resolution when the aspects are good for a New Year's resolution. I will say to you, this New Year's has aspects that are great for New Year's resolutions. So I would encourage you to do one because it's a big deal. The Moon will be in Virgo. Mercury is stopped in the sky in Sagittarius, answering to a happy Jupiter in sextile to Saturn, willing to do the work. We have Venus squaring Saturn, so it's a conscious psychological vision of what you want to have your life be like and how you want to change it. You also have Vesta forming a quincunx to Pluto, encouraging us to make physical adjustments in our reality. And we have Juno trining Pluto, encouraging us to partner with the transformation we're seeking. And we have Mars out of bounds in Sagittarius, also answering to that really solid little Jupiter and Earth. So there's a lot of stuff about physically doing it. Look at how big the Earth bar is in this chart. Earth, Earth, Earth. It's all about the words, the bodies, the changes. So resolutions happen. No air. No air. You don't have to talk about it. You just have to do it. And so this is a great year for the New Year's resolution on New Year's. And because it's a Virgo moon, it often encourages us to make good habits or make change our habits in a good way. And it's also a tr- closing aspect that the Moon has is a trine to Pluto, encouraging us to commit to the changes that we're saying. So great New Year's resolution. The Venus square Saturn, of course, happens um, once a year. It's a closing square, so it encourages us to have a vision of what we're trying to get accomplished and understand the structures that we have to put in place for it. Remember, at this point, all the planets are moving forward, except for Uranus. But all the other planets are moving forward. So it's going to be a fast-moving couple of months until we get to when Pluto stations to go retrograde, which will be in the spring. Right. So there's a lot of energy here around fast, fast, quick, quick, this first part of the year. So we're rocking and rolling. You can see there is a, um, there's what we call a minor grand trine in, uh, not a minor grand trine, a mystic rectangle in air and fire, encouraging you to take action and move forward. We also have the moon forming a hammer of Thor today uh, with Eris, the goddess of discord, and Pluto, the planet of transformation and the note of fate. So moon is is forming a sesquicuadrate with those and it's saying how are you going to partner to change your life and to do new things. So there's a lot of energy here around that vision. So really take time on New Year's Eve or on New Year's Day when the moon's still in Virgo to make make a vision of your life for this year and maybe the next longer period. But the energy is super strong. Next up, we have Mercury stationing to go direct on January 1st, 2nd, depending on where you are on Earth. Um, In the United States, it'll be late in the day, but for the ephemeris, it's in Europe on the 2nd. So anyway, Mercury stations to turn direct um, at 2211 Sag, and then he will enter Capricorn in January 14th. So you've been hearing from your ghosts since Mercury stationed retrograde on December 13th. And actually they started talking to you November 25th, around Thanksgiving time. So now that he turns direct, he's gonna go forward. This year, last year, Mercury in 2023, the Mercury retrogrades were all in Earth signs. This year, the Mercury retrogrades are gonna be in Earth and fire. So we see the beginning of this Mercury retrograde in Earth and then now we're in the fire part of it and then it will go, Mercury will go back into Capricorn, get solid, get reliable, get dependable, And commit once he uh, he gets back into Capricorn on the 14th. So there's an energy here of I had an idea and then I made a commitment. Now I'm shifting it a little but now as Mercury turns direct we're going forward. You're still hearing from your ghosts. You're still hearing from people you haven't talked to in a while and it's always good to talk to them. This is the chart for Mercury's stationing direct. So it's late at night which means in England it's which is where the ephemeris is cast uh, in England. It's January second. Um, so the energy here has a lot of a lot of how do we go forward? What do we do? Where are we going? What's the purpose? And so is Mercury stationing. He's stationing down in the bottom of the chart. He rules the direction of our lives. He rules the ascendant in the DC chart. So it's encouraging us to make a commitment. What is our vision? And notice Pluto is in the fifth house of creativity, which is all about how do we get there? What do we do? Why do we want to do this? What's that purpose? And Mercury's stopping, answering to Jupiter in Taurus. A nice Jupiter that's now moving direct, after having been retrograde since September, and he's kind of like, yeah, you know, this is this is what I'm looking to build. So it's a very earthy energy. Uh, in terms of how we're going to go forward, what we're going to do, and what's important to us. And now with Mercury on the Midheaven, ruling the Midheaven, it, you know, it encourages us to make a statement of what we're, what our commitment to our next chapter is. Remember, when planets stop, they get extra strength of what their nature is. So Mercury in this case is in Sag, so he can be a little overambitious when he's in Sag. But he also is really, really clear what he wants to do. We go a little further in the week and we have Mars, who is out of bounds this week, enters Capricorn, where he will be for two months. Um, so I have quite a few people queuing up for surgery at the beginning of this year. Um, some by because they wanted to schedule it, some because they had to schedule it. But it's Mars and Capricorn, which is an exalted Mars. And so he's very good at moving things forward. He's on a world point when he enters Capricorn. So we do want to see what the news is when we get to Thursday, Jupiter's day. And he also is in a trine to Jupiter uh, as he enters Capricorn. And the Mars sun midpoint is trine to Jupiter. So that's an energy of encouraging us to build. We also have what we call an EAR, E-A-R, configuration forming in the sky, or I'm sorry, minor grand trine configuration forming in the sky with Mars moving into trine Jupiter and both of them in a sextile to Saturn. So minor grand trines are called minor talents. They help us get things done. Earth and water minor grand trines tend to be um, collaborative, creative, and physically accomplished. So you see the Mars there trying to the Jupiter, and then Saturn is a sextile to both of them. And, of course, Jupiter and Saturn are sextiling each other. So they've been talking this last couple of weeks while they've been forming this sextile. They've been talking and saying, you remember back to December of 2020? We had this vision of what we were going to do once we got out of lockdown and COVID when Jupiter and Saturn met up at zero Aquarius. Well, now they're in the opening sextile, which is what have we done since December of 2020 to get us ready to go? Next year, they're going to be in a square in August and December of next year. So they're gonna be encouraging us to take action and pick. But right now, they're in the opening sextile. So they're really encouraging us to think back and say, hey, you know, what was it I was saying I was gonna do when lockdown ended? Because I'm in the beginning of that, still in the beginning of that 20-year cycle and in a couple weeks, Pluto's going to get to that degree of zero Aquarius and launch it again. He launched it a little bit last March, but now he's going to launch it when he gets into Aquarius in January. And then in September, or in, in November of next year, when he gets into Aquarius for good, he'll be there for the rest of the next 20 years. We're setting it up. So this is a really interesting time because we had that nice new moon encouraging us to take steps on on our New Year's resolutions about our vision. And I would encourage you to make a big list. There's something about writing things down that helps it form, helps it ground. And remember, when we looked at New Year's, there was no air in the sky. So it's not really about talking about it. It's about doing it. You know, in my case, it's a little more exercise, a little more vegetables. You know, kind of migrating my diet more healthy. I've got a lot of work projects I'm working on that are launching and taking off and starting to go. You know, your vision for your life, what this next chapter is—it's forward motion. Very, very strong, um, very strong energy of this uh, this year for getting things up, rolling, accomplished, plus with planets at the last degrees, they're wrapping up things, you know, kind of going, okay, that's done, okay, that's done, okay, that's done. So there's a nice energy for that's finished, put it in the pile, that's next, go do it. Now this and this chart where Mars enters Capricorn, notice Venus here is on a world point of seven Sag, so she's really talking her talk. And that's good when she's in SAG because she's got a vision of how she wants to communicate and what she wants to say and why that's important. And so this Mars and Cap is really about, okay, let me get this stuff out into the world. Um, when we look at the energy for the week, uh, there really isn't, there aren't a lot of other aspects. Um, the sun is going from 11 uh, cap to 15. He's moving slowly, because 15 and a half, moving slowly because he had the station, the solstice, not, not picking up a lot of speed. Mercury's basically stopped in the sky 22, Sag, gets to 24 by the end of the week. Not a lot of stuff going on there. Mo- Venus is moving the fastest. She's at 3, Sag, and she gets to 10 and a half by the end of the week and she does have an aspect with the nodes of fate on the third a stressful aspect with the nodes not anything terrible but you know she's kind of thinking about well like what is it i really want and remember she rules that south node so she's also talking about what needs to leave or what needs to go on a trip and at the beginning of the week she has the square to saturn kind of really having you take account of where you are psychologically in terms of Saturn and Pisces, he's at the last degree of the last signs, he's in the last sign of the zodiac, and Venus squares him and says, well, you know, let's make accounting for this last 29 years and what we've done. Mars not doing anything this week at all except entering Capricorn, it is out of bounds, so that does give you a lot of energy to get things up and moving. Uranus isn't doing much, it's got an opposition to Pallas Athena, but it's still retrograde, so it's it's strategizing, it's not implementing necessarily. Pluto's not doing anything, Chiron's not doing anything, it's kind of a quiet week, which is actually good, because we're coming back from the holidays and trying to figure out you know, what we want to do. Um, this day, New Year's Day, the 31st, Sunday, the moon is in Virgo, and it'll be in Virgo on Monday. Um, uh January 1st which is also when Kwanzaa ends and when mercury goes direct and when um we have New Year's Day it will also be in Virgo early in the morning on Tuesday going void at 6:30 or all day Tuesday goes void at, on Tuesday remember the moon's moving slowly at 6:36 at night so Monday and Tuesday are both great days For getting things done, getting things organized, making a plan, checking it twice, you know, kind of doing your Santa list in the reverse of your vision for the year. I know for me, I'm going to be working on my calendar stuff. Uh, Moon goes void with a trine to Pluto. So Monday and Tuesday, the first and the second, very productive, as is Sunday, the 31st. Um, The moon goes into Libra on Tuesday. It will be in Libra on Tuesday night, 747. It'll be in Libra Wednesday. Thursday, it goes void at 6.41 Friday morning with a square to Pluto. That's a psychological square, closing square. Um, And it's going to be, you know, the moon's going to say, bye, Pluto. Pluto's going to say, I'm going into Aquarius, honey. But it also has an ending, you know, a slight ending energy, a releasing energy. What are you releasing? Um, And then it's void for a little while on Friday the 5th. And it goes into Scorpio at 7.39 in the morning. And it will be in Scorpio Friday, Saturday the 6th, Sunday the 7th, going void at 322 with a sextile to Pluto. Moon in Scorpio, sextile to Pluto, good closing aspect, void for an hour or so on Sunday the 7th. And then it will go into Sag, and it will be in Sag on Sunday night, Monday, Tuesday through 124 when it goes void with a conjunction to direct Mercury in Sag. So... Monday, Tuesday, great days for getting things done. Wednesday, Thursday, get great days for getting rid of stuff. Taking down the Christmas tree, doing a drop off at Goodwill, You know, letting go of things you don't want anymore. Mars goes into Capricorn, as we mentioned on Thursday, so that kind of supercharges it. Mars is out of bounds all week, so you're going to be able to get a lot accomplished. And then the moon on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday is is a good solid Scorpio moon. Gets stuff done, and it has nice aspects. So there aren't a lot of um, stressful days this week. If we look at the stressful day, it's probably going to be Wednesday, because the moon and Venus have stressful aspects that day. Um, but that's really the really that's the stressful day this week. Kind of quiet. We also have a little bit of stress on the second, but it's probably more, you know, getting back into the routine. It doesn't look like argument fighting stress. And then the Friday, Saturday, Sunday, nice flowing energies and good fertile moons for getting things accomplished. So looks like a pleasant week all in all. Um, no difficult days. Hey, we'll take it. <laughs> now next week, Whole other story. But this week, getting yourself reoriented. You're getting back in the world. I'm going back to work. I'm uh, I'm going back to work this week. So been off for two months with my surgery. Um, Good. All right. So let's talk about what's available for education in your astrology if part of your New Year's resolution is more astrology, more astrology with me, more astrology with other people, more astrology for yourself. So let us welcome the new year, full of things that have never been. All right, first up, setting your intentions for twenty twenty four. I recorded this on Friday night. It's about two hours and four minutes, according to my recording devices. And it's a two hour webinar about the astrological aspects for 2024. I go through each month in detail and I point out important time frames and dates in the years ahead, so you can mark them in your calendar. You get the new moons, the full moons. All the planet stations, directs, um, all of the retrogrades. There's no retrogrades of Venus. There's three of, of Mercury in fire signs, so in Aries and in Leo and in Sag next year. Uh, Mars goes retrograde in December next year, but it's the, you get a listing of all the dates. You can put in your calendar, kind of mark them. I go through each month and show you the hot spots. We have a Venus-Sun Kazemi, which is always nice. That's in June. We also have a big 13-year aspect starting in April of Jupiter and Uranus. So that's huge. That's a big 13-year creative, expansive cycle. Um, you'll get the list of all the dates and the charts, which you can print out or not as you want or reference. Uh, you'll get an MP3, which is an audio, and an MP4 of the webinar. And it's available for purchase on my website, anortly.com. Next up, I'm going to be uniting with Margaret Gray and Rachel Lang, and we're going to do a workshop on relationships, and then we're going to do a relationship course, a certification course that will run in the spring and next fall. Now if you're a practicing astrologer, or if you're a person who wants to eventually read charts for people. One of the things you've, and maybe you found astrology through relationships, one of the things you find out is people are always coming to you and talking about their relationships because that is astrology, right? And we have relationships with our dog, with our boss, with our siblings, with our mother, with our father, with our partners, with our exes, with our past life, with our future life, with our childhood, with our... Dreams and ambitions and goals, all different kinds of relationships are in your life. The whole r- basis of life is relationships. Saturn is exalted in Libra because relationships are work and they're part of your karma. So, we're going to do a three day intensive over President's Weekend, and then we're going to have a course with these two. One, I'm going to be teaching a course with these two wonderful astrologers with 13 classes uh, following. And then a live q and A's is an opportunity to work. Registration and all that information available on the website. Relationshipsandandastrology.com So there's Intensive 1. There's also Course 2 and Course 3. They're independent. You don't have to do them all. You can do one. You can do the other. But it's uh, the idea being, okay, This is we're entering Pluto and Aquarius, which is all about our relationships to our community, our tribe, our people. We're getting out of that Capricorn which is I got to do it my way, I got to go alone, I'm, you know the whole I'm a rock, I'm an island. Now we're part of a crowd for the next 20 years. (laughs) So always helpful and if you read for clients or you're thinking you might want to, this is a great program for you to learn from to help you understand. We'll be offering it this year, next year, it's kind of going to be an ongoing thing. Um, And Rachel and Margaret are both wonderful astrologers. So the three of us are kind of teaming up to do this. Next up, I am a member of OPA. I was the treasurer of OPA for seven years. And OPA has a a number of programs. I do a mentorship with them. Early bird rates are through January 15th. After January 15th, it goes up. You can sign up at opaastrology.org. My mentorship dates... For uh, 2024, our Mondays in the afternoon, 2:30 to 4:30 Eastern, or just for your time zone. There are also nine, eight other, eight other astrologers. I'm the ninth offering mentorship. All excellent astrologers. So if you've been thinking, gee, you know, I maybe need to find some people to help me build my practice, build my, build my life, build my promote, you know, promote my programs this is something to sign up. You also get a, a mentorship date or whatever the right word for it is with me um, or with, with your mentor. And we're all very different people. Um, so check it out on the org. And if you want to sign up, I have a few spaces left. My Mine starts in February. And so we also have, of course, Cupful of Stars where you get a deal. 6-10 to ten minute audio podcast and a list of timed aspects and a song sent to you, you can sign up at Patreon for that. And that's it for the week. Not a lot going on. Um, New Year's resolutions. This This year is about you. What is important for you and how can you have more joy in a year that promises to be very, very intense. But also full, or I say I should go, and also full of lots of opportunities for manifestation. Eight years are particularly powerful in getting things accomplished. So hopefully you'll join me uh, in the year ahead for these weekly weathers. This one's going to be a little short because there just wasn't a lot going on this week. I like it when it's a quiet week. And um, we'll see you next week. Welcome back. Um, those of you who commented that I left the comments on last week, that was a mistake, Mercury Retrograde. But thank you for all your lovely notes. And thank all of you who said prayers for me. I'm definitely feeling better. I'm alive. I'm, I'm working. My eyes are clear. I'm going to go out and enjoy the Florida sun. And uh, wishing you a very happy new year and a blessed time with your family, your friends, your loved ones, and yourself. What is your soul's joy this year? I'm going to be talking a lot about joy this year, and what it feels like to you. We're going to really work on finding that heart place. And remember, if it's in your heart, it's in your chart. Have a good one. Bye. This conference is no.